This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and ClearPay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Gamescoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. With me this week is Greg Miller, <laughs> Brian Altano is here, <laughs> and Charles Onyet. I don't have a silly sound effect. <laughs> well, you, do, you have several silly nicknames. I, well, that's Mr. true. Slime, but I, I didn't, the Raging Canadian. <laughs> I didn't prepare one, though. I was caught off guard. <laughs> Well, you're not a very silly person, Charles. You're a pretty serious I, individual, I, so I it would be so. very unlike Charles to like be like <laughs> when he asked you into this. That would be that would be quite out of the ordinary. How close are we to getting you the the Mr. Slime Twitter name? Uh, oh, so I guess that was mentioned, <laughs> Mrs. Lime, right? Yeah, because Mrs. I've Lime. been seeing a lot of Twitter posts yelling at Mrs. Lime, poor, poor Mrs. Lime, yelling at Mrs. Here's, Lime to give up her I, I Twitter name. I heard a rumor yesterday that if you don't use Twitter for like six months, you can petition Twitter to take that name. And that lady has not used it in like years. So I think you should get on that. Probably now that I've just announced that before this podcast posts. <laughs> Okay, well, I, I just I feel kind of bad for her if she's checking that. She just doesn't understand where these <laughs> posts are coming from. That means that she signed up for this account, you know, pretty early on in, yeah. in Twitter. So she's like, she was of, ahead of the curve yeah. in terms of. But then didn't use it. Well, has anybody, two posts, has, two posts, and have you read the two posts? They're kind of depressing. Yes. <laughs> oh no. There's a chance she might no longer be with us. Oh my god. <laughs> of course, I'm making some conclusions here. I'm drawing some conclusions because Mrs. Lime's number one post is something like, the Mavs win. Good work. And then the next one's like, is anyone dealing with lymphoma? (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Okay. Well, we'll just assume she's dead. Exactly. So now Charles gets it. That's your answer for everything. Go just take all her stuff. Take her Twitter name. Take her clothes. (laughs) I'm sure she's not using her bank account anymore. No, no. Get her hands on that. Go to her bank dressed like her wearing her skin. No, just just email all the banks, Charles, and say, hello, I'm I'm Mr. Slime. I believe you have some money for me. (laughs) 
Uh, I like the Mavericks. <laughs> Brian, you may not be aware of this. This may be an inside joke from before when you, you were joining us on podcast. But mm-hmm. for a long time, and, st- and still to this day, Charles will not. There's a word Charles will not say, which is we try to get him to say. He will not say the word penis. You won't say penis. And for well, he just he won't say I just, it to I, us on on a podcast. Will you say just, words that mean penis like cock? <laughs> I, I don't really see the point. <laughs> You won't say. To be dick? fair, there are words that I will say either. Those Those words are, there are words pussy? you don't like. You don't like the word poop. Yeah, David poop? doesn't like the word poop. I, I prefer not to say that. Moist word. isn't moist one of them, or is that somebody else's? That, well, that's mo- a lot of people have that. Okay. Thing. What about like moist poop penis? <laughs> <laughs> that's for our five-year-old listeners out there. Get through today, buddy. <laughs> we um, got you back. That's for the Duke Nukem crowd. Yeah, the Duke Nukem guys. Yeah, speaking oh, of, I fucking love that. Speaking of Duke Nukem. Uh, Duke Nukem Forever it was finally released. It was after well 14, 14 years. I think it was 14 years of development or something so like that. So after four, roughly 14 years that game must have been really good. Yeah, yeah it's pretty much the I best mean, game ever made I think. Cuz that's how game development works, right? The longer it's like, why? it takes to develop the better it is. Yeah, if you let code sit <laughs> for a while in a, a dark moist probably moist or is it Poopy dry place. room? A uh, dark moist poop penis. <laughs> yeah. That's Inside that one? Made. That's disgusting. Inside. That oh was a development God. studio. Was I don't like thinking of things going up the urethra. I just oh, want to put that out. You don't like the yeah. word poop. Not I don't really like sure. thinking of that. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm with you on that, Greg. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't want any needles oh, up the urethra. Oh, my God. It makes me... Ugh. That's what Duke Nukem is, that, that game. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been the box code, like a needle up the urethra. <laughs> <laughs> that that may have been in some of the reviews that came out. I'm gonna yeah. go, I, Charles. I'm gonna go delete your review and put mine up. I'm just gonna say that. Okay. Well, I mean, that's much more succinct. That would get to the point a lot faster. Just be like, "There's the quote. Here's the score. Whatever. Yep. We're out." When we do uh, second opinions, that should be your answer for everyone. <laughs> score was five point five. Uh, yeah, I gave it a five point five. Mediocre. And mediocre. Uh, yes, the the official IGN description is is mediocre, and I I know a lot of people think I overrated it <laughs> at, at five point five, and maybe I was a little little too nice. I mean, there are other reviews out there that were a lot harsher than mine. Um, but yeah, it's it's not a good game. It, it, the development time, you know, clearly you can see influences from different. Uh, eras of gaming where it's clear like Half-Life 2 came out at some point while that game was being made and uh, you, you know the people working on it were like oh man we need physics puzzles in this game for no reason so there's like physics puzzles in the game where you take barrels out of things to make them lighter or put barrels into things to make that them heavier. That was one of the dumbest sequences I ever saw. Because Duke is, as he's playing that part, he's like, man, this sucks. Yeah, And, and you're like, well, yeah, yeah. Duke, it does. Duke will make fun of the stuff that he's doing, but you still have to do it. So <laughs> it's not a joke. It's it's not like, oh, hilarious parody of, of game cliche number you know 57 or something. Yeah. It's like, no, you're making me do it. This isn't funny. There's <laughs> like, a level I in that game where this. it's like, oh, this is what it's like to work at a factory for a little Okay, I get to drive around this little crane thing and then pick up barrels and then drop them in a net. Yeah, yeah, stuff and like that. A, a platform lowers. How far into the game is that, Charles? I'm playing it this weekend, and I'm, I'm only going to do it for as long as I, I can have fun making fun of it. That specific puzzle is actually pretty far okay. into the game. That's towards the end. That's right well, near the totally awesome underwater sequences where you oh have God. to go between air bubbles to oh my, really to refill your air meter. Yeah, that's like oh, whatever. That's like eight bit game. It's like Sonic the that Mario and shit, and everybody loves it. They do it in Duke now. It's going to be a big deal. Huh? There's that sound effect. Mario <laughs> did not have trouble breathing underwater in the 8-bit era. I'll have you know. Am I thinking of Sonic then? Is that Mario 64. I think Mario 64 could not breathe underwater. Bubbles, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, that was actually kind of disturbing when he would drown. Yeah, his animation. <laughs> I just did the animation, everybody. Sorry, yeah, it's true. It's also very similar to my Michael Phelps push the limit animation. <laughs> yeah, but Duke Nukem got to reach for that one. But, but I think he's he's got to be developer. dead now, right? 
Um, I mean, I will there be another Duke Nukem? You can't. Well, it's selling. You can't bring him back. It's again. probably going to sell. It up. is selling. No. I mean, people are buying it. It's just it's it's a, a really bad game, and like Duke is just not a very good character anymore. And I think you know when when 3D came out in '96, he he stood out just because. So many shoot. I mean, this is pre Half Life, so mm-hmm. it's like so many shoot. And and Gordon Freeman is even a silent character, but that still told a real story where you, where you felt you were much more a part of the experience. And and Duke just stood out at the time just because he was basically a soundboard. Yeah. But, but he was something that you could latch onto, I think. And that was a time when the industry itself was a lot younger. Mm-hmm. Here's, um, here's my prediction: there'll be another Duke game, and it'll be good. Really? Yeah. Why, why, what are you basing this on? Just the fact that this one's <laughs> going to be so bad that the bar will be so low that people are going to want a good Duke game. So. But if this one sells, that will teach. That will just show the developers, oh, we don't have to make a good one and it'll still sell. Yeah, but if Gearbox is still... Are they, do they own the franchise now? Is that how this works? They own Duke Nukem Gearbox? Uh, I don't huh? know. It's very all confusing. They yeah. want to do that, though. Gearbox knows what they're doing. Well, so, you know, Duke Nukem Forever was finished by Gearbox. Yeah, they... Developers they, of Borderlands. Yes. Which is excellent. Borderlands is quite good, and so I mean, it, Gearbox has a, a a solid development history. I mean, so is it? I mean, who knows what they were handed when when Duke Nukem Forever fell in their laps? Who knew? Who knows what state it was in? I don't. I don't think they did any in design work in that game. They just basically were like, okay, here's what happened. Like, we're just gonna, I don't know, polish this up a little bit and then and put it out the door, and just so people can buy it, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> Um, which uh, you know, it, it, it's unfortunate that people have to play that game because it's just it's not it's it's not <laughs> yeah. really fun. And I mean, I, I think some of the shooting sections, like I, I enjoyed when you actually got to the combat and enemies would show up. And I mean, there's nothing special about it, but it's it's a functional shooter when you do get to kill pigs and jetpack guys, mm-hmm. and the shotgun is decent fun. But like the sense of humor is just so bad. It's it's so it's really bad. It's and it's not offensive, funny. It's just offensive. Like what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> I figured out. You pick I up figured, shit out of the toilet. That's I figured what you out a way. It gets is, way. Really? It gets yeah. way worse than that. You like actually write with shit, and it's just it's awful. But and first of all, I don't know who designed this game, but the whole strip club scene was created by people who have never seen a woman naked. <laughs> Clearly that. never. Like tits do not look like that. They do not animate like that. Like you, you <laughs> they're just moving constantly. Yeah, they're just like forty year old virgins. And then it's disgusting. Like, you <laughs> bag go, of sand, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. You go in <laughs> to get a lap dance and you walk into one of the private rooms and there's just like there's a couch that has white stains on it. I think we can guess what that is. And there's no. a couch next to it that just has like brown red vomit all over it. It's just like in a strip club, like, somebody just threw up blood and just left it on it. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna get a lap dance on this. It's just awful. And there's the game room where he gets to play like air hockey terribly and ping pong right. terribly. And it's just everything's broken. But I figured out a really good way to make that game enjoyable is if you pretend that Duke Nukem is Clint Eastwood from Gran Torino. He's <laughs> <laughs> just really angry at everything. And he's constantly holding back racism. Like you know he wants to say the N-word a bunch of times. He's like, I don't want to get it lap dance from someone unless they're white and they're like whoa duke you're crazy that's really offensive but this is just going on in your head the it's whole just time. going in my head because yeah. i have to do something to make this that is game how enjoyable. you 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 cope with with, duke. with bad games yes yeah. <laughs> brian games. copes with life we're in yeah. meetings and stuff let's talk about the top 25 list i know i don't like people at my law <laughs> i'm just gonna go back to my gran torino place and... yeah exactly well yeah and i mean the thing that's so irritating about the game is just that there's so many parts that are so boring and they they force you to go through like dumb platforming stuff like that strip club sequence where at least if you play those like weird games that they have all set up and Mm -hmm. that's like part of the exploration element from that i thought was cool at least in 3d was that you could go and just discover random stuff in the world 
Um, but that that'll extend Duke's like health bar at least. So mm. it does something aside from like I just played a really crappy pinball game for ten minutes for some reason. Yeah, it's 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 sort of ridiculous too. And then they have you in like little fetch fetch quests. Like the strippers, like all right, I'll I'll give you a lap dance, but first you need to get a condom, a vibrator. And you need to microwave me a bag of popcorn. Yeah, the microwaving the popcorn. <laughs> That's thing. Really? in the game. This That's is... <laughs> yeah, that, that I mean, it still seems like it. It assumes that it's an entertaining part because it's like you can use a microwave in a video game, and it's like that, that is I was so that not acceptable. Anymore. Exactly. Exactly. Although it is cool that you can pick up a rat from the floor and put him in the microwave. Oh. See, I didn't do that. Yeah. You, you can I make missed... him explode. Yeah, and they'll explode, and then you just destroy that microwave forever because no one will ever want to use it. <laughs> if people are getting lap dances on the vomit cum couch, I think that's <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> uh, sure, put some rat on my food. I don't care. <laughs> Whatever. I don't care. I have, Does... I have STDs of the STD. I don't care anymore. <laughs> Does Duke say, come get some? I don't remember. I don't know. <laughs> the, you unlock a soundboard at some Like, when yeah. you beat the game, you unlock a Duke soundboard. I do so. love that one character who's, like, trying to be cool like Duke. Like, there's this one guy, they're like, dude, don't talk like that. It's Duke Nukem. You got to be cool. And he's like, oh, man, my wife's such a pussy. Right, dog? And he's, Duke's like, yeah, I guess so. And then it just keeps going. And that's the entire game is this guy's trying to prove himself to Duke by coming up with ridiculous quotes that are just as bad, if not worse, than everything's Duke saying. Well, and that's that's another weird thing about the game is that Duke is such an idiot and, and so <laughs> clearly not... Um, <laughs> Like just such a reprehensible character in pretty much all all facets. Yeah. And nobody in the game calls him on it. Every yeah. everyone is just like, Oh, you're amazing. And I guess that's part of the joke, but at least one person who could just point out like Duke, you know, maybe you're <laughs> you're taking this a little I too. I like far. how it how it starts and they're like, Hey Duke, uh, we got your power suit over here and they share like a truck full of Master Chief helmets and he's like I don't need a power suit. That's for pussies. Right. And then it goes on to play a bad game that isn't Halo. Yeah. Yeah. It, that was it, cool. It doesn't... He makes fun of Valve, too. At some point, there's there's a really stupid puzzle with Valves. You have to move these pipes around to get Steam to... LOL, Steam Valve. <laughs> to get Steam to go through... Through to, to, like, shrink some alien egg things so that you can pass forward. Again, completely unnecessary. So he's like, oh, not another Valve puzzle. And it's oh, like, yeah, because right. yeah, <laughs> Valve makes really terrible puzzles that, that I hate playing. Oh no, playing. Portal 3, don't do that to us. <laughs> Not Portal, like the best game of 2011. <laughs> oh wait, this game's terrible. What? Like, I don't even understand the point of that. It just, it doesn't make any sense. That no, like, doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, like making fun of other games would work if the game itself was better than the games it was making fun of, but that's yeah. totally not the case at all. So wow. really, Who really fuck it. Really forgettable experience, and just uh, well, it's, it, it's not even bad. It actually to, sounds kind of memorable, but not for <laughs> not for good yeah. reasons. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, it, it should be forgotten, but it, it it's out, it's over. Like we can we can well. If if two listeners want a copy of this fantastic game, oh. I have two copies I have two to f- give away. I have two fists. <laughs> Come get them. I have two PC copies of Duke Nukem Forever. The better version. There you go. It looks uh, slightly well, better. Totally not a good game. It's you know it might be an interesting title to have in your collection. For it has a long it has a story to it. How long is it, Charles? The game, uh, the single-player part of the game actually isn't that short, only because there are so many filler sections that are that force you to do stupid stuff that isn't shooting. Um, so I, I don't know the exact hour okay, count. Okay. Like microwave rats. Yeah. Like yes, microwave rats, or walk through a, a strip club for like thirty minutes, and then Jeez. it's like, oh, that strip club was a dream. It's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. It's like a strip club dream scene. The best part of the strip club is that everyone in the strip club is like. 
this place is amazing. Yeah. All these other guys like, man, could you imagine if you own this place? That'd be awesome. I bet he's the coolest guy in the world. Isn't this a cool place that those guys designed? Wow, what a nice level. Like that would never happen ever. It's not. It's not even bad to the point where it's it's so terrible that it's enjoyable. Like watching the yeah. worst like B horror movies no. that it's just like you can see like a camera in one shot and like there's like the snack table was actually mm-hmm. included in like the climactic scene in some terrible movie. <laughs> it's just it's it's not quite bad enough to enjoy as a bad experience. It just sort of sits right in the uncomfortable middle where it's just really irritating. Yeah, to you play sound pretty whole. angry about it. That's probably the best way to describe it. Yeah. The uncomfortable it middle. Well, like I said, I have two copies of Duke Nukem Forever for PC. If you want one, email me at gamescoop at IGN.com. Put Duke in the subject line. I'll pick two at random next week to give away. Oh, include your address in there. It'll speed things along. Charles, another review you're working on is Dungeon Siege 3. I'm playing Dungeon Siege right now. And yeah, that is... A better game, I'm going it, to it is It is better than Duke Nukem in the in the grand scheme of things. On the spectrum of game quality, that sits slightly higher than, than Duke Nukem. It's, uh, it's a loot game. So, I mean, I, I don't know if people are coming at Dungeon Siege uh, thinking that it's going to be a role-playing game with, like, Mass Effect-style, st- uh, um, like, epic scope of story, even though it uses a Mass Effect conversation system. Mm-hmm. So I think that could throw some people off. But it's basically a loot game. So it's like Torchlight, it's like Diablo, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that, where you just kill a bunch of things and then take their stuff and that's basically the whole, that. that's, that's basically like the whole point of the game um it, it seems okay so far some decent character skills you don't get a lot of skills per character class but you have a number of different ways to sort of evolve them and and keep them interesting so i don't i don't know if that's going to last the entire span of the game but we'll see is there co-op you play with- you can do drop in co-op and i haven't really tried the online yet but it doesn't look like you can actually take your character from your single player game and put that character into an online game so that you're gaining progress while playing online. Mm. It looks like if you want to play in somebody else's game, you basically have to create a different character that exists like only within that game or something like that. But mm. I, I have to check that out more this weekend before I before I actually review the game. Your review will be early next week? Yeah, it'll be it'll be early next week. But it's it doesn't seem like it's like Borderlands, for instance, which is uh. basically also a loot game. Um where you uh, can just take the same character into other people's games and still gain items and experience and everything on your character. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I always think is cool about uh, the online portion of loot games, but mm-hmm. that doesn't appear to be the case here, Lame. which is slightly disappointing. <laughs> uh, IGN also just put up its review of uh, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time 3D. Hard to believe that got a worse score than Duke Nukem. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Uh, no, I think well, I didn't like that level where Link smeared his shit all over the <laughs> either. <laughs> hey, Zelda, show me Such your a pussy. weird temple. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Stripper temple? The stripper temple? Yeah. Everyone always <laughs> forgets about that temple. I don't know why. It's right after the water temple. I know. They, they, the part where you have to put the dildo on the wall to unlock the, the poop box. <laughs> dildo boots? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what they do, but... <laughs> Make you taller. Okay. <laughs> what just happened? Okay, yeah, Legend of Zelda. 9.5. 9.5? After all these years. After all these years. That's what uh, Rich gave it. Very much in line with other reviews I've seen. I've seen 10s mm-hmm. out there coming out for it. So, but uh, I'll tell you, you've been playing. I've been playing a lot of it, yeah. And you're a little less enthusiastic about it. Um, I've always loved Ocarina of Time. It's still a fantastic game if you go in playing Ocarina of Time. And you're like, that's it. Nothing has really happened since then. I love the 90s. And like a shoe, <laughs> a shoe flies by in a squiggly line and that's your life. And that's cool. 
But uh, it's not a. I didn't get that right. It's like the time. intro to Say by the Bell. It's a way homer. So um, it still feels like a game from the mid '90s. Like it, that hasn't changed. And I think a lot of people going in, picking it up for 3DS who've never tried it before, are uh-huh. going to kind of interact with things like that. Like for example, there's a phone on the table, right? In Ocarina of Time, in right, right here. Yeah, right here. In Ocarina of Time, if I was to interact with this phone, I'd reach my hand out, and my hand would have an A button above it that would flash between Use and Smash, and I wouldn't know which one. And it would just go fluff, fluff, fluff. Like that's how boxes are in that game. That's how items are in that game. It's a '90s game. Like where we didn't figure out yet. There's no dedicated camera button. Like there's it's yeah. it's there's a lot of stuff. It still takes a half an hour to run across Hyrule High Field until you get the horse. <laughs> but it's so beautiful. It's not. You know, <laughs> it was so stunning to be able to run across it was. that field. It was. And a lot, day, like, it was. It had that purple helicopter monster thing. <laughs> there it is! <laughs> it Jesus was... Christ! <laughs> it was cool to be 16 and not have bills and get a blowjob for the first time. All these things were great, but then a lot of things have changed since then. Yeah. But uh, it's just – it's like they went in and they said, all right, we're going to totally redo the graphics. And then they're like, well, not totally because we should leave that treasure chest looking exactly like it did in 1996 since we zoom in on it more than we do anything else in the game. So it might as well look terrible. And they're like, all right, but what about the music? No, that's perfect. Leave it. Don't touch it. So you have this – it's the veritable mixed bag again where they applied themselves to some things and other things they're like, eh, it's cool. Gotcha. So uh, for people who want Ocarina of Time, you fucking have it again. Congrats for the ninth time. For people who want something new, uh, you're not going to really get it. If this is your first Zelda game, I don't know if you'll be playing other ones afterwards. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's if if you love Docarina, go go buy it. It's the same thing. Back in the days of 64, I always played it, and I was like, this is a cool game, but it'd be better in 3D. So I'm imagining the 3D really pops on this one. Yeah, in that it do, it doesn't need it at all. Sure. <laughs> That's the other thing too. You're gonna when you go into the settings of that game, you're gonna want to shut off the motion controls because immediately every single time you pull up any aiming item like a boomerang or a bow and arrow, oh, you're supposed to use the gyroscope. If you move your hand it? slightly, and you know how well uh, the 3DS works when you're moving it all over the place and your eyes are breaking line of sight with it, yeah. So you'll want to switch that off, and then go buy an adult game. Stop being a baby. <laughs> Ocarina of Time 3D. Yeah, well, 9.5. I, I mean, I remember playing that uh, it, originally back on N64 because I, I bought the uh, the collector's edition, so I had like nice. the, the gold, cartridge, gold cartridge, which they didn't fucking do this time. There's no, there's no special edition. 14 years later, we don't get a gold cartridge? Come yeah, on. The oh, gold cartridge was amazing, which I actually pawned back to a GameStop or an EB or a I don't even remember what the place was. I, re- I really regret doing that because that probably would have been a really nice collector's item. But yep. I was poor and in college, so I had to do something. Um, but I played it, and there were two snow days directly after that game showed up. So I just spent a total of like 46 hours like sequestered in my basement pl- playing Ocarina of Time. It was it was it's one of the most memorable gaming experiences that, is. that yeah. I had. Yeah, I, I did mine on a spring break of uh, high school, and the problem was that spring break ended with the ACT. And so I was up till three in the morning the night before the ACT playing Ocarina of Time. <laughs> that prepares you for the ACT, oh, totally. right? It was, yeah, 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 there was a lot yeah. of like, how do you kill a spider? There are three j- jars in front of you. What are you doing? I'm like, break all of them. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I played the shit of Ocarina when it came out. It was fantastic. It's, it's the game that makes me always say to Zelda fans, like, why are you always asking for a gritty and realistic Zelda when every sub-character in that game was a fucking cartoon character? Like, there's the guys running around town with, like, crazy hair. And they're just like, I gotta go find a chicken. And you're like, that's all you have to contribute to this world. That's it. <laughs> and there's the, the, the chicken lady where you yeah. talk to her. And when 
you travel through time periods. It's like seven years or something like that. And when you're a kid, you find all her chickens and you give them to her. And you come back seven years later and she doesn't have chickens anymore because it's like the apocalypse happened. But you go and talk to her. Yeah. You go and talk to her and she's like, oh, man, I'm crazy for chickens. You're like, you haven't had them in seven years. The world is on fire. Like, let's go take care of this. But yeah, oh my it's, God. it's available I love, in stores. It has that going for it. I love Ocarina of <laughs> I, I played the Master Quest when uh, it, it was they, paired you know they with... Re- they reversed the Master Quest. It's a mirror mode now. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's going to totally screw with people. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I played that. I think it came with... Uh, it was bundled with Wind Waker yeah, on, on was, GameCube. Uh, it was a yeah. pre-order bonus. So I played it again. And yeah, my problem with this release is just that I don't... I mean, I'd have to pay 40 bucks for Ocarina... And then 250 for a 3DS. Yeah, and so you I'm, wouldn't get Wind Waker out of it. Yeah, and I, so I'm paying like 300 bucks to play. Like, it just doesn't seem like a good incentive to buy a 3DS mm-hmm. at this point, which yeah. I don't think is selling particularly well. It's actually anyway. not selling, it's not selling, selling well fantastically. No. Yeah, so I, yeah, in, in terms of the overall like effect this will have on, on the actual 3DS, I just... I don't see it. Like it, it doesn't hook me to like. Oh, I'm totally gonna spend three hundred on a game that I already played twice. Yeah, that's a ridiculous entry fee for something that has new textures. Is they, is that the basically the change? It just that's has a basically few. The, I mean, there there are subtle gameplay changes, such as there are now five buttons that you can have items mapped to. So if you're in the water temple, you don't have to hit start, take your boots off. Hit start, put your boots back on. It's, it just keep doing that. So you can just map it to a button. There's an ocarina button on the touchscreen that you just press, and now you can play your songs, and your horse will show up and travel through time together and be friends forever. Um, but that's it. <laughs> this is really it's it's the same game. Okay. After five years of of just dominance, it, Nintendo's future is really uncertain to me yeah, right now yeah. because the 3DS, like we said, is not selling fantastically, and the Wii U is so weird. And <laughs> yeah. Is that the most confusing console reveal of all time? Yes. Well, because yeah. it was the I, controller reveal, not the console. Yeah, reveal. I mean, I left. I, like, I, I went to the. I watched the press conference in the morning and did a lot of news out of it, and then I went to the show floor. So I got none of the aftermath. I didn't get to talk to Rich or anybody when they came back. So I was at Sony appointments. They're like, oh, did you see the Wii thing? And I'm like, yeah. Like, what do you think? I'm like, I, I have no idea what I saw. I'm like, I think, I think it's, I think the controller is the system, <laughs> and it's gonna hook up to your Wii? Like, I I had no effing fucking clue what I was Nobody doing. did. And you know what? what's so great about that is that that confused us. We're hardcore gamers. I know, right? Yeah. We do this for a living. Like, all the people that got back in the living rooms to hold the Wii remotes and pretend they were playing golf and stuff like that, it's like, oh, you know, you're old and your legs don't work because of the war. Here's this stick. Yeah. And now you can play... You can <laughs> play a war. <laughs> you can play bowling again. They're like, okay. And then now we're like, hey, um... <clears throat> Grandpa, give us back those sticks. Those don't. We don't. Use no, no. Them keep anymore. your sticks. Except we'll keep, keep them if you because they work take, with it too. Keep, keep the sticks, but we got to take the other box. Yeah. And give you this rounded box that looks just like the other box. Yeah. And give you this TV you hold in your hands. I but now we're gonna play a game where this is your view, Grandpa. You well, no, got to look around. I, you know, it's like I mean, now I, you have to carry a TV with you everywhere. It has forty buttons on it, <laughs> and it has a, a gyroscope in it. So you're just. I was playing a. I was playing a game on it. Did you see the one where it's like you? Pilot Samus' ship. Yeah, and yeah, you fight, yeah. Battle me. You fight character models they haven't thrown away yet. And you're fighting all these things, and they basically, you're controlling your forward and backwards movement with the left stick, and then your pitch and yaw or whatever, like you're up and down. Yeah, yeah. Am I, am I, how am I doing here, PC guy? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so basically, you have two different sticks controlling uh, your movement and flight, and then you're aiming totally. by you're... moving the entire unit around. Yeah. And it's the most confusing thing ever, and you're going to put this in the hands of the people who have been 
Well, no, they're not going to put any of this in the hands of them. These were all, remember, these were all just tech demos. Right, there's, I don't think there's a single game confirmed or revealed for well, the Wii Well, Smash Brothers yeah. is happening, but okay. it, it hasn't even started development yet. <laughs> yeah. So they're just like, <laughs> we, we, would, we would like to make a Smash Brothers. And David, don't forget that even though in three months we're going to be able to play Batman Arkham City, yes. in a year, in a year. three months, we're going to have the definitive version of Batman Arkham That's City. That's just so weird. It's like, yes, these games are coming to the Wii U. Okay, well, the Wii U doesn't come out until next year. Many of these games come out yeah. this year. So, wait, wait. so I mean, so that, that controller seemed to me sort of like it's, it's an iPad for parents who want to get their kids an iPad but don't want to spend like five hundred to six hundred dollars. Yeah, they want to spend three hundred to four hundred. I guess. I, I guess, and then <laughs> they can just tell their kid because I mean the thing Nintendo go, was stre- the thing Nintendo <laughs> was stressing at their at their announcement was was that hey you can play games on here when somebody else is using the television that and that's was. that's very clearly I think a message to parents like hey you want to watch I don't know sports or silk stockings yeah. silk stock whatever parents watch I have no idea <laughs> <laughs> probably silk stockings I, I need my silk stockings marathon uh, USA is running them all again we but gotta then, watch Barbara but then they can just tell they can tell their kid hey you can play the same game just on this you know toy iPad thing uh-huh. but then they're sort of crowding in on I mean doesn't their kid already have a 3DS at that point or probably not looking no, at the sales kid, number the, kid, the kid's under 7 and he'll go blind if he plays the 3DS yeah it's true oh maybe maybe that is true but that that seems like the angle they're taking, and I mean, I, I'm I'm skeptical of it as well. It's just I was very skeptical when they announced the the Wii, and then that sold 80 bajillion copies. That's true. So I don't know. I and I and I walked away from Nintendo's booth last year, going that the 3DS is the most incredible thing I've ever seen in my life. This is going to revolutionize everything. It's, and a year later, you feel a year later, I'm like, where are the games? Yeah. You know, I I still like the tech. I still think the 3D is cool. I just there's not a lot to do with it. I'm playing Game Boy games on mine. That's a Great problem. Game Boy games. Great Game Boy games. Donkey yes. Kong is awesome. If Donkey you have 3DS awesome. listeners, download Donkey Kong. But I thought the big news of the show was the Vita being 250. Once they said yeah, that, right? I was like, yeah, it was like, God ooh, damn. it's on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying it, Monster Hunter on Vita, that has to be in production. Be right. oh, that has yeah. to be yeah. in production. Yeah. At least, yeah. yeah. As soon as that happens, I'm buying that system. And I like that Sony was actually showing games. Nintendo, at this point, they just came out and they're like, Mario... Zelda, and then Smash they, Brothers. They show us pictures. A blueprint for Smash and Brothers. They, they don't even, yeah, they, they, and then they go, uh, they, they, Miyamoto come out and he's like, hey, um, Pikmin. And then he walks away. And for, <laughs> we don't hear about it for five more years. And it's like, even if we did, dude, Pikmin, what is Pikmin going to do? I you thought know? the definitive statement from Reggie was, look. <laughs> no, that was the first word he uttered on stage, right? So yeah. great. And then he left a nice pregnant pause there. You're like, oh, what? I like, and I oh. like how they brought out an orchestra to be like, oh, man, listen to what an orchestra sounds like when they play Legend of Zelda music, but not in... in the game, you're going to hear MIDI tunes. Yeah, but not in Ocarina of Time, which comes out in a week, and it has MIDI in it. So just imagine these guys when you're... And just imagine you're... Yeah, that we have ideas and we're not creatively bankrupt anymore. But sure. I, I feel I like think... a battered wife when I talk about Nintendo. <laughs> I think the name is also confusing because Wii U sounds like an add-on for the Wii. Yeah. There's already like Wii Fit. 32X. You know. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then we're still, there's still confusion about the specs, about how powerful it is. Nobody really knows how many controllers can it use. It's just, it's so weird and confusing. Yeah. I did, I did like the fact that they're, and I mean, it was, it was kind of surprising and I don't know how far out this is, but when they showed that reel of, of companies that are supporting like Wii U development. Mm-hmm. THQ's obviously on board. When they showed and, three, and bringing, the like, 360 conference from last year. <laughs> and yeah, I don't think that was Wii U footage that was being shown <laughs> think, off. But, it, but it something... Aliens Colonial Marines was the was only, the only Wii, one that's actually Wii, running on yeah, Wii. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, okay, so... Everything like, else was 360 or PS3 footage. Yeah. Oh, the footage itself. But yeah, I just thought it was cool that something like Metro, like Last Light, which is a super hardcore shooter, 
mm-hmm. would would show up on Nintendo's console. I mean, I think that's that's a move at least in the right direction in terms of securing absolutely. You know, the people that buy more than one game every five years, like that's a good way to get them on board with your system. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we know it won't be playing DVDs or Blu-rays. Really? I didn't hear that. Yeah. Fine. That has been confirmed. To me, is that a big deal anymore? I stream everything, honestly, at this point. Like I just, yeah, if it's I'm not on way. Netflix streaming, then I don't know it yeah. exists. It's not we... a big deal to us, I don't think, but I think to other people it is. I've, I've had friends who bought a Wii and then call mm-hmm. me and go, the, what, the DVDs don't work in this. <laughs> My God, yeah, I know it's not broken, man. It doesn't do that. You got tricked. <laughs> I don't think it's an issue in terms of like us bitching about playback and stuff like that, because I think we're all in the same boat. Where we want a Blu-ray, we'll buy it. If we want to watch something streaming, we'll buy it, or something else, we'll download it. I think it's a matter of branding and getting somebody in front of your system for as many reasons as possible is a good thing. Yeah. Like, if you're say you don't play a ton of PS3 games, but you're on your PS3 all the time streaming Netflix. That's branding right there, and that's me going. That's me associating PlayStation Three with entertainment. And if I say, "Look at the Wii U," and I'm just like, "This is for Metroid and Smash Brothers and Zelda," and that's it, it's going to limit things. Damon always talks about when he goes home, right? His 360s on pretty much until he goes to bed. And I was on a radio interview where they were asking me about E3, and I was telling about the different conferences and how Microsoft was making that push. Yeah. And they were yeah. like, "Well, what do you mean?" I'm like, "Oh, you know, they they have these exclusive, or they have these games, so you don't have to worry about games. They have, you know, Netflix." And he's like, and the guy interrupted. He's like, "Well, I do all that on my PS3." I was like, well, that's interesting. Yes, uh, yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, it's that total branding of yeah, the mm-hmm. system's on, and that—that's my Netflix machine. That's what I do with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes it's whatever's in front of you, whatever's easier. Like I have, yeah. I have everything hooked up in my house, so I could turn on either ones. But I just decide to put on the PS3, oh, and watch yeah, yeah. movies through that. There's no reason for that. There's no advantage it has over Xbox, as far as I'm concerned, in terms of streaming movies. But of course, you know. If I'm not playing a game and I'm doing something else on it, and with the Wii U, if I'm not playing a game on it, I'm not using it. Oh. Well, I charge my PlayStation controllers off the Wii. That's what I do. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, it'll be a very interesting year. Yeah. Us, leading yeah. up to the Wii U launch. We're hearing it's supposed to launch next summer. So, uh, Greg, you just published the Top 25 PlayStation Network games. I did. On IGN. We did. Uh, Success. And so, like, Pages were broken for a while. They're fixed now. Yeah, the next fine. page button works. So not as if that wasn't cool enough. Yeah. One uh, IGN superfan is going to be able to win every game on that list. You're right. Uh, more than $250 worth of PlayStation Network content coming to one reader's uh, general PlayStation. We have one code when, that when they redeem, it will give them all 25 games on the list. That's awesome. Think, yeah. Is that a yeah. custom code yes. that was created by... Yeah, PlayStation okay. I went and created that for Wow. Us. Yeah. So how so do, big thanks how to do they... Everybody on that list, every game on that list, they're... Uh, developer had to sign off on that and they yeah. did so thank you very much to all them listening and thank you obviously sony for taking care of that mm-hmm. how do they do this damon yeah go to ign.com you go to the top uh 25 psn games and in there there's a link that says hey i want to win all these games you click that takes you to a separate article that explains the rules of the contest which are simple on that article the one that says win all the games go to the bottom tell me what your favorite uh playstation network game is then take that text and put it in as a my ign blog on your my ign page which of course is free and you should have a my ign page anyway yeah, definitely, listeners. You should definitely be using my IGN. It's actually turned into a really cool uh, yeah, community. Yeah, it's, it's I really, yeah, we really. Have it's a really good, good blog people. system. Uh, your status updates can be linked straight to Twitter. It's great. Yeah. It's like Facebook without all the dumb fat girls. Hey, Farmville! <laughs> I got so ripped last. Well, I, I posted I got ripped last night quite a bit, but uh, yeah. So do that, and then uh, next Friday, I'm gonna we're gonna go Sorry. pick some winners. Cool. Hey, winner. No, winner. Some winners. One, One winner. winner. <laughs> How was it coming up with the list? Was it uh, you guys getting a lot of arguments? 
No, it was easy enough. Uh, Colin and I went through uh, – Colin, first off, because I was like, I don't want to do any real work for this. And Colin's like, I'm going to go list every PSN game. So he uh-huh. did. Then we got that list like 75, and then we started bringing in people and ranking scores. And then we got it down to 30, and then more and more people came in and looked at it and moved stuff around. It was fun. How did Scott Pilgrim fare? It did not get on the list. What? There's no – now- dude. I kind of agree with that. Like, I love the look of that game, but the I, music I can't. Is awesome. Yeah, the mu- I can't play it for more than a few minutes. It's just kind of dull to me. Like, really, the whole pro- the yeah. whole the whole killer for it, right? Is that is the fact that I would always, we tried to keep it where this list the the setup to this list, right? Is if you just bought a PS3, right? What are the twenty five games I would do? So we went by and we were like, we don't want to double up on genres too much. Obviously, that's going to happen, right? Yeah. But we, I would <laughs> hands down recommend Castle Crashers over Scott Pilgrim for the mere that, fact that, that I can side with Scott you Pilgrim doesn't have online co op. I love the look of Scott and I love the sound and I would love to play that game nonstop but you need people to play with and like since I can't ever get three other people in my house because I murdered somebody once all right? <laughs> I'm sorry uh, you know there's no online so I, like, that's a game that I loved at preview events loved yeah. loved loved at preview events and I've never beaten like I, I came home with it and tried to play it and Christine quit and that was the end of it I was like well alright so there you uh, go and then next week we have <laughs> The top 100 modern video games list yes. going I'm, up. I'm sure there'll be no arguments as no, to no. where anything should I'm sure, be. I think everyone's going to be really happy with Yeah, I think yeah, a, a funny list. thing about that is that, I mean, obviously the comments will blow up and they'll all call us dumb babies and stuff like that. But articles like that, when they're being created in the office, I mean, they cause just as much controversy in, in person yeah. as they do. Yeah, it's the, not like we all go, yep, that's 100 we all perfectly agree with and walk away from. Mm-hmm. It's not like that at all. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we we were already butting heads about it yesterday, <laughs> so we'll see. It's good, though. Uh, that'll be uh, unfolding all next week on IGN.com, Top 100 Modern Video Games. Let's check in with the listeners. Hey, listeners. Listeners, remember you can always reach us at gamescoop at IGN.com, just like Isaac Perry did. Isaac Perry says, I've always loved playing multiplayer in games like Halo, Battlefield, Grand Theft Auto, etc. Recently, I've have lost interest due to the fact that a lot of the time, people just don't care about working together, <laughs> and they just run around being giant assholes. What are some good ways to find games and gamers that actually want to play as a team and communicate, rather than just run around Rambo style? My IGN. Mm-hmm. It's easy to get on there and find yeah. people who like the same games you do. There's a huge Left for Dead community on, on my IGN. There's you know people who want to get together and work together and do the right thing. It also sounds like this is a problem that Call of Duty Elite is trying to solve when that launches yes. later this year. Uh, better matchmaking. You can you know create groups, very very specific groups, and uh, find like-minded gamers if you want to. You can you can create groups and stuff like that on Steam as well. Yeah. And I, I, I usually find, and I, I don't want to sound like too much of a jerk, but I usually find that the PC community for games like that is a little more... Jerk. Okay. <laughs> is, is a little more laid back in some cases. Depends on the game, of course. But um, How about like, Excel? Yeah, How Excel. The Excel game? Huge community for Excel. Lots of I'm lots always of looking for help with my mind sweeps. <laughs> yeah. You see any over there? <laughs> lots, of, lots of questing through grid spaces. Yeah, a lot of the people in Photoshop 5 are real assholes, too. Yeah, I hate that. I keep coming. I stop blurring that. everything. And email. There's so many people who are bad at email. All right, we've given Charles enough hell. It's fine. We love you, Charles. That's okay. I mean, there's plenty of PC games that have super annoying communities. Minesweeper. It's video games. <laughs> yep. Uh, Greg, this listener would like you to pronounce his name. Uh, with pleasure. Uh, this is... 
Jens Azar. Azar? Azar. So we're going it's with? like Oscar without the C. So you got to go he's, Azar. He's from Belgium. Uh, he says that he's been listening to uh, for a little, a little over a year now. GameScoop is by far his favorite podcast. He says, I work at a retirement home and I run night shifts. You guys have kept me awake for several hours. Also turn me on to other podcasts. <laughs> That's what you want out of your night shift. <laughs> He's got, <laughs> got the headphones in. There's like so many screaming that they've fallen down in the hallway. <laughs> I was trying to bowl on the wheel. <laughs> Help me! <laughs> Good one, GameScoop. Good one. On to my question, he says. Video game rentals are not legal in my country. Did you guys know that? Say what? Belgium. Belgium. Uh, video game rentals not no legal. Idea. They haven't been for a couple of years now. I can already hear some of you guys thinking, what? And I agree. The reason for this is that the, the developers have to give stores their explicit approval before a store can rent games. Uh, so is there any way around this you may know of? I thought about buying games and then trying to return them a week later and get most of my money back, but I have ethical problems with this. Seems unfair to the store owners. Uh, any thoughts or comments about this? I mean, don't most people buy games and then sell them back? I don't, but I, I know a lot of people do. Because you're rich. Well, I think he's talking about not selling them, like trying to return them. Oh, yeah, that's... Hey, Walmart, I didn't, I, uh, this uh, uh, Dungeon Siege didn't work I didn't enjoy this game all the way until I finished it. <laughs> Dear waiter, this steak that I just devoured is disgusting. Yeah. There was a fly on it. I guess you don't have Gamefly in Belgium either, then, because that's also game. I guess game not. That's also renting games. It's because so, everything yeah. is powered by windmills and chocolate. It's tough to get stuff like that. What, the, what about the waffles? I mean, is, is OnLive available there? I don't. I don't know if you can access that, but yeah. So OnLive is, is a cloud gaming service. Yeah, it, it's it basically streams the game, so you don't actually have to use your your hardware to power the. But experience. do you have to? How does it work? Do you, do I th- you pay I, for a full game? Do you? I think you can do trials okay. in, in on live. I haven't checked it out for a while. Um, it's not the greatest performance, and there's a little bit of latency. Mm. Um, but uh, that that could be a, an alternative uh, to trying games that that maybe you're interested in. Mm. I know there's also websites that let you trade your games with other people, so you could finish a game, oh, yeah. trade it to someone else, finish a game, trade it to someone else. Basically, only that, have yeah. to buy one game for the rest of your life. Not bad. That's a good. Idea. What? what I totally forget the name of there it. There is a, a system of that. Like, yeah. And they were trying to start something like that on my IGN, too. Did that ever happen with that Ghostbusters game? Yeah, it's being passed around. It is being passed right Okay, good. Uh, Scott Heslop has uh, a couple questions. First, any reason nothing was said or shown regarding Diablo 3 at E3? Uh, yes, Blizzard wasn't there. And, and Blizzard had... Uh, uh, were there more questions? or? Well, he has a, a second part, but okay. that's, you can... Yeah, Blizzard, Blizzard hasn't been at E3 for, for a couple of years now, um, and they probably won't be in the future. Blizzard usually keeps most of their news uh, to their own uh, event, which BlizzCon. is which is BlizzCon, which is a huge deal, which draws thousands of gamers and has turned into a massive, uh, I, I mean, event that they just, they do competitive competitions for StarCraft, for World of Warcraft's PvP, uh, and that's usually where we hear new like actual news like class reveals that kind of thing uh about like diablo um and probably where we'll hear new information about starcraft this year Mm. um that's usually where they announce world of warcraft expansions um and who knows we we may hear something about their various in development projects too but that that's usually the place for big blizzcon news and at, at least blizzard in the past when they first announced starcraft 2 and Diablo 3, those were at different events, which were Blizzard-only events uh, that were not BlizzCon held separately. So Blizzard does not do major reveals at E3. They hold it for their their own things where the focus can be only on Blizzard. And, you know, they can get away with that because they have roughly 11 million people Blizzard. playing uh, World of Warcraft. Second question. Uh, I saw the Mass Effect 
3 demonstration with Connect. Do you think the tactical combat commands they demonstrated will actually work well enough to be fun and useful instead of frustrating? No. It didn't seem like it's going to be anything that wouldn't be easier to do with a controller. Yeah. Right. Wait, which things? I Mass, Effect, Mass Effect Connect, Connect controls. Oh, Connect Mass, controls. Mass Effect 3. The, the, the conversation? There's like, yeah, and, and squad commands, right? Oh, okay, I don't remember also about the squad too. I didn't see the demo. I don't. It's know. like using hand gestures for your squad commands, but I don't know. My, I've I've tried maybe every two or three months to give Connect another shot, and it just it from it just doesn't click with me. What about Child of Eden? Child of Eden gave me a migraine yesterday. Really? Yes. I, Child of Eden was like staring at eight Windows Media Player visualizers at the same time while someone kicked me in the mouth. <laughs> it was I I've never walked eight point five. Yeah. Actually, Arthur Geese and I, fellow IGN editor, walked out of that just kind of shaking our heads, being like. What, what just happened? And he went on Twitter to write about it, and he put up the only tweet he's ever written that had like 19 typos in it. And he just could not see straight. So, um, And I tried playing it with a controller, and we have a feature going up about that actually, but you know, I just actually preferred it with a controller. Really? It just seems like I could wave my arms in the air, or I could just what? sit here and play a game like I, I always do. What's the story with that? Kids keep asking me, and I'm not sure. It's coming to PS3 eventually, but not now, correct? Anybody know this? It's not out now. Child of Eden? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's it got a delayed launch kind of thing? Or it's a timed exclusive. Okay. Yeah. Which, actually, it could be fun with the move. I don't know if it would be with just your hands waving in the air, but with something you're actually pointing. Mm. Even though I can't take the move controller seriously, because it has a clown nose on it. It looks like a dick. That just looks like, every time they're like, cool, check out this, like... Assault rifle. Look at this awesome assault rifle. With a clown made. nose, yeah, honk, honk. <laughs> It's glowing green. Woo. It's a knife with a clown nose, honk honk. Yeah, I mean the the Mass Effect stuff. As long as it's not uh, <laughs> integral to the the game plan, it's just kind of a, an optional layer where it's like you know you can do this if you want to, or you can just ignore it. Then I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That was that was kind of two interesting announcements from E3 that Mass Effect Three is using Connect and that Bioshock Infinite is using Move. Yeah, right. Yeah, PlayStation Three. Yeah. Yeah, and I, that's that's I, what I I, to- I I'm raised sorry, you go an ahead. eyebrow. Yeah, I know, right? Like I I it's gonna be interesting to see how that's incorporated. Yeah. For you, me, I you... think Skyhook, but I'm like, well, that doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> that would actually be, be pretty rad. Yeah. Some of that stuff worked pretty well in games like Metroid Prime. Like the yeah. Metroid Prime Three had the grappling hook with the motion controls. It was kind of cool. Are you excited for using the move for Bioshock? No, no, I'm sure I won't. Really? Well, I'm I mean, sh- and, sure and, you, I and you don't have to. I mean, I was I was talking to Ken Levine about that, and just like, so how how exactly are you? gonna do this like is it gonna be uh you know something that you have to utilize and he's just like no it's just it's an optional thing you know if you don't care about it then you won't have to worry about it you won't even know yeah. it's there yeah but if you so want to it. break a move out and and use it for something then you know, break a move out <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that may have been the greatest sequence oh, of man's moves of all time i was i was i was happy when he broke out the uh, uh vita when he said that they're bringing a Bioshock yes. and Vito. And that's, that's awesome. an all-new Bioshock game. That's yeah. not a Bioshock original remake, and it's not yeah. like a weird version of Infinite. That's apparently an, awesome. an entirely different project. This one will happen on a train. <laughs> well, it'll have to be land Bioshock because yeah. they went down and up, yeah, and yeah. now they gotta they got to even it out a little bit. Or space. space. <laughs> well, they already did System Shock with space, so mm. they have to do they're all They're running the out of things. Alternate dimensions. Desert. Sun. Fire level. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's just on fire. Ice shock or fire. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you're not going to like this next email, Greg. Uh-oh. It's from Andrew Lynch. He says... Uh, Did he get a mob going? Come on. Hey, uh, GameScoop crew, I wanted to write in and let you know that you 
are responsible for helping me get fit and lose over 20 pounds. Oh, quitter. I started listening to Games People while jogging. <laughs> the podcast helped me get my mind off of working out. Well, you were there for me when I completed my first mile. I realized I hate running and picked up cycling. I'm happy to report to you I just completed my first ride to work. The round trip is about 50 miles. That's Damn, amazing. son. Wow. Charles Onyet rides his bike to work. Yeah, but not 50 miles. <laughs> that's, a lo- that's a significant portion of your day dedicated to a commute. Yeah. Uh, thank you for all I you. leave at 3.30 in the morning and arrive at 8. P.S. There have been a few times I had to pull over, though, because you had me laughing so hard. I nearly wrecked my bike. But that is a risk I am willing to take. I like that he listens to this show as a distraction from eating. Yeah, also... Uh, really... I'd like to say pizza, chocolate, <laughs> bagels, popcorn. I highly not recommended to put on headphones during a bike ride. <laughs> that's, that's just personal advice. You got to listen to street commands. Yeah. Uh, illegal, isn't it? I don't know. I think it's actually illegal. I think actually Craig Harris was pulled over once for seeing the headset while but riding a bike. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Every for there's so many people in San Francisco that just have like headphones on or they're talking on their cell phones on bicycles, and it's just like, oh. could you could you please try to at least pay attention or you know? Uh, this is Micah Herman. First off, my question is: I have all summer and a couple of good games to play. But I had a deal with someone that they'd pay for any game I want if I did something for them. Oh, yeah. I like this one. (coughs) Sounds shitty. Anyway, I want a game that's going to last me a while. Probably something open world or something like that. Uh, So I have just a game for you, Micah. If you haven't played yet, play Just Cause 2. That game is so huge. There's so much to do with it. It's just a fun open world. So much to blow up and and ride around on. I think it's the biggest environment ever put in a game, I would believe that. I've played... uh, like I've played like 33 hours of that game and haven't done a, a story mission. <laughs> <laughs> That's so it's just a big fun sandbox then. Yeah, it all takes place on a, a, an island, and uh, your your job is just to destroy everything that the dictator owns on this island. It's awesome! Great. It's it's a really underrated game. Sounds like the one uh, available for both Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3, PC, Charles, and PC. This is Tim. It says uh, I'm the diabetic that wrote in previously on GameScoop. Do we remember him? Nope. Just say yes. After seeing your Game of the Year pick for 2010, which was Mass Effect 2, Uh uh, and you guys recommending it so much, I went to GameStop to buy it. My mom said I couldn't get it because it had graphic sex. I explained I could play the whole game without playing that specific part, and she still said no. Are there any other ways for me to get this game? Uh, Well, it doesn't have graphic sex. I mean, I've... No, I've seen those scenes. There are a couple of sex scenes, but you like, you don't see anything. No, yeah, go, it's, it's really. I'm tame. assuming she lets you use the computer. So go to the computer, go to the YouTube, bring up every one of the sex scenes, and show them to her. <clears throat> How about that? Also, if, if you not, have, run away. If you have a PS3, you could just download Mass Effect 2, right? Oh yeah, yeah. You so could just download it on the sly. I hope you have a Mama. long summer. You're a month and a half of downloading that thing probably before <laughs> it gets there. <laughs> and tell your mom she has graphic sex. Wow. Let's see what happens. That's pretty good. Yeah. Tell her you've had graphic sex. Yeah. <laughs> and that you have videos of you having the graphic sex. And so, Mom, I will put these aliens to shame. Don't do anything we've recommended about it. <laughs> Except download the game and get in trouble. Yeah. Greg, Miles wants an update on Driver San Francisco. What are your updated thoughts? Will it beat out Assassin's oh Creed God. for Ubisoft's best title of the year? I think that's a, that's a, that's a guaranteed yes. I, I loved your rant on that. But game, there's a problem. Hillary Goldstein, before he hit the eject button, fired himself into space, <laughs> yes. told me that he had heard that they were taking out the coma mode. He would no longer be in a coma. So that is terrifying. Isn't that game supposed to come out this year? Correct. Isn't that so a whole... game that's coming out in, in mere months, they're just they're pulling out the whole well, key 
That's which like is the why, main focus of the game, exactly, right? Exactly, which is why I cannot believe it's true. However, if you hear drivers getting delayed, then yes, they're ripping out coma mode probably. But Hillary said that in his judge's presentation, he, he thought, I don't know, because then I, I went and played the multiplayer at Judge's Week. And nobody mentioned – everybody knows me. They know I love the coma mode. <laughs> nobody mentioned to me that you know there was no coma mode, and they didn't try to explain away why I was morphing into people's bodies. So it <laughs> seems like we got some story things. I should just walk over to Ubisoft. They're a block away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm still excited for I'm still excited for uh, driver. <laughs> just stand in front of Ubisoft. Where's the coma, <laughs> Where's the coma mode? <laughs> Demanding coma mode updates. Immediately <laughs> get the cops called on you. <clears throat> this is Mitchell Werner. <laughs> Uh, hey guys, love the show. I was writing in with some questions about PAX Prime. It is going to be my first PAX. I was wondering what editors would be there and how to approach an IGN editor in the wild. We're going to be there. Yeah. I'm, I'm going for my own vacay. Just hang out. I'm going to sleep on your floor, Damon. Is this in Seattle? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'll be there. All right. You'll be there too. Yes. I'm going on my own dime as well. All right. Hey, whose floor are you sleeping on? Uh, yours. No, I don't have one, Dummy. <laughs> All right, we're both we're both bunking with you, Damy. Anthony Gallegos is gonna be there, and right. Ryan Geddes and Arthur Geese. Oh, will be there as well. Ryan uh, Scott and Scott Bromley will be there. We'll be doing geez. a Game Spider briefing we're panel. A huge panel. Go see that. Huge cast. You guys are doing a panel too, right? Yeah. So I was gonna Hopefully, say, right? Has yeah. that been confirmed yet? Do we have? Yeah, we'll be doing a panel. Yeah. Uh, so you don't need to approach us in the wild. Come to our panel. We'll have a party. We're gonna have a big. Uh, well, yeah, we are going to have a party. It might be a little bit different than we've done in the past. Every, yeah, right now everything's still in flux. Who yeah. knows what's going to happen? We're figuring it all out. But uh, also, you, you can approach this in a while. Just yeah. walk up and say, hey, what's up, Damon and Greg? Yeah, you'll find we're pretty nice Or you guys. can yell, scoop. Yeah, you'll scoop. You can yell, control, alt, delete, Charles. Mm. <laughs> cool. When's that, pan- when's that podcast coming back? When are we getting more PC podcasts? Um, I don't know. You know I used to listen. I was a fan. I'm sorry. No! no! <laughs> uh, I never this- understood why Steve hosted it over the phone. <laughs> Someone in the room should have been host. <laughs> The mysteries of the PC. I don't know. <laughs> now it should be Nick Cullen to be the host of thing. Oh my god, I would love it. <laughs> Nick Cullen Power Hour. Uh, Mitchell has another question. Do they allow people to bring their own bags onto the convention floor? Yeah. What do you think? I think you might have to. This sounds like an shit. elaborate murder plot now. As long as they're if not you full see of something, knives say and something. <laughs> yeah. No. No bombs. I think you can bring your own bag. Uh, and actually, that's better because they're going to be giving away these. Goofy, giant, oversized bags at that the are show. made of like the worst fabric. You're ever. supposed to carry around and dump all your free shit into, and your everybody looks like a fucking you... nerd. Wait, I drag hand bags or the no, just like the packed like, bags. Yeah, the okay. giant, like, they're like as big bags. as as yeah. a person, you know. And <laughs> yeah. everyone carries them around. They're sort of like, oh, thur, thur, thur. it's like a purse for a giant. And yes. you just throw it over your neck, walk around, fill it with your. Your pack fashion tip is to not use those bags. John Ferguson. Uh, Says with E3 2011 now in the books, was there any game that completely surprised you guys, both good or bad? I was completely blown away by Tomb Raider. Yeah, I agree with you. Tomb Raider was Tomb my Raider's favorite, red. favorite yeah, thing Tomb I, I saw there. Bob Shock Infinite was amazing. Like, yeah. I was so happy with that once I saw it. Mm-hmm. My uh, my game of the show was Rayman Origins. The game is very cool too. I thought yeah. it was baby. Uh, well, it's a beautiful game, full of babies. <laughs> Charles, what did you like? Um, I mean, I thought Bioshock was right up there for me, but I just I can't wait for Skyrim. I'm mm. I'm so excited for that yeah, game I too. That I, I mean, I, I know I'm going to spend like 200 hours playing that game. So is that what we talked about this uh, yesterday on Beyond? And like, some of us weren't into it. Like, why are you? How so- can you not be into? It's a, it's a fan, it's a, <laughs> it's a high fantasy game, an open world. That's at, like it's well written. It has dragons lost, flying around in you it. You lost Greg at high fantasy. That's this is not Greg. <laughs> I, I stopped watching Game of Thrones. Everybody, I just gave up. I was That's like, okay. Okay. They kill a lot of horses on that show. Yeah, I just want to say. 
Okay. Yeah, there on. was a pretty brutal horse horse slaughtering scene. It's a lot of just killing horses. It was, it was really. It's like that was one of those moments in that show where it was just violent for absolutely no reason. Yeah, they're just like <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna slit this horse's throat. It's like, it's, yeah, these characters have been standing around for a while. Well, let's kill some horses. <laughs> Speaking of things that you watch instead of play, Greg, do you have a review of the Green Lantern film for us? <laughs> that's, that's the review. Yeah. It was one of those I left and I was like, well, I watched that. Like, I, it, I, it, like here's the thing about uh, all the comic book movies this summer so far, and this should give this gives people you know a, a reference to the rest of my tastes. Thor, X Men, Green Lantern, all of them I left and I was just like, okay. And saw that, you know it, what I mean? It, like, it I, I miss like when I, I remember leaving Spider-Man two and just grinning from ear to ear and getting on the phone and just ranting to people about how good that movie was. And like now, now I just see this. I'm like, oh, all right, oh, go home. They try to shove too much of this Green Lantern stuff in there. I don't think Ryan Reynolds is a good Hal Jordan. Mm. He makes a lot. Of, he makes too too many fists. Too too many fists out of green light. Blake Lively's in it. She's naked on the internet. I thought it was interesting how I read that Ryan Reynolds was never in nor saw the Green Lantern costume the entire time. Yeah, it's all creation. CG. It's all stupid. CG. Wow. Never even saw it. They never, never, never even like, yeah, this is it. This is what it's going to look like. Honey. He was just like, he showed up and then they, they could have just photoshopped dicks all over him. And <laughs> I'm sure that exists. Yeah. <laughs> but so, I mean, Green Lantern has the freedom to, to create whatever he wants, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, why repeat anything? Yeah. Like, why repeat a fist? Why wouldn't you just create... He's not very creative, I guess. Well, why wouldn't you just create some device that just destroys all your enemies instantaneously? Like, why can't you do that? Yeah. Okay. What do you mean? Yeah, you're, the, yeah. you're supposed to tell like why, why why don't you create some formless energy that just like destroys all of your enemies all at once? And then you're like, all right, done. I yeah. Take the ring off. I'm done. Whatever. Well, that seems like that's crazy talk. Well, it's usually based on stuff that's real. Well, are, the, are, can, there, are there? You can't just imagine a formless energy that then would have the characteristics of formless energy. Well, you can imagine what it should do, though. Like, I just, I don't, I'm not familiar enough with the with the Green Lantern fiction to know the limitations of of that. Well, specific see, power. that's the whole problem about the Green Lantern is that it changes from writer to writer on certain things. Jeff Johns is the like caretaker of Green Lantern right now, and so he's made it easier. But back in the day, there was this one Justice League comic, right, where they were sparring. The Martian Manhunter was sparring uh-huh. with Green Lantern, and. uh the Green Lantern made cold cream to make his hands like you know like he couldn't grab he had dropped his weapon or whatever and he's like that was interesting why didn't you do oil and the Green Lantern said well I don't know the chemical makeup of oil and I was like wait like no never before had it been said that you would need to know the atom by atom makeup and then like in this movie but he knew the atom Hal by Jordan, atom makeup of cold cream exactly Hal Jordan makes a, a flamethrower in the movie. Which to me then would say that it's going to spit green fire because he's just imagining a flamethrower. But he makes a flamethrower that then shoots out real fire. See, that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. So he imagined the gasoline inside of it to make. Well, that's the- what I wanted too. He makes a Gatling gun, and he imagined the bullets that are in there too. That makes. I mean, that makes more sense to me that I would make a gun and I'd be shooting out green projectile bullets. Right? Were they green bullets or were they real bullets? They were green bullets. Okay, and, but the fire was real coming out of the flamethrower. So how is this movie not just like when Elmer Fudd and Bugs Bunny got in an argument and <laughs> their weapons got bigger and bigger and the world exploded? Because that took place in 30 seconds and we got it. That just seems like Green Lantern would be like, oh, well, now a cannon. And Elmer Fudd would be like, well, Green Lantern is now fighting Elmer Fudd yeah. in my imagination. But yeah, it just seems like they just picture bigger and bigger things and then that would be it. Or why couldn't Green Lantern just create himself and then have him go do stuff and he could just go sit down? That would be awesome. Well, he has to – like the constructs aren't smart. They aren't like independently intelligent. You'd ha- he has to be able to tell them what to do. They're only as strong as what he's focusing on making them do. Okay. So like if he made like, – like, So you couldn't create an autonomous construct or something. Correct. That could just yeah, yeah, exist yeah, 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 yeah. independently. Yeah, of yeah the exactly. Ring. He would have to see what's happening with that construct or everything else. He okay. can't make a race of construct people that yeah. – 
that procreate and <laughs> start a new race. <laughs> of people. What, what if he cre- what if he created a control chip that just sat on the end of his ring that did all that work for him? That's interesting. Now Can he make like a giant hole? Just throw everyone in a big hole. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. You can make a giant back. He's hole. fighting forty dudes, and he's like, "Here's a hole," and they fall, and like, "Whoa!" Yeah, sure, stuck no, down there into the movie. There's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of problems when you want to start breaking down Green Lantern like this. It's, why wouldn't he just put everyone in a box and like of concrete, and then the, they but then they can punch through concrete, yeah. maybe, and then it's all based on how strong they are. Can and then make... the whole finale to this movie was kind of like, mm, I don't know, why didn't anyone else think of this? Can he make vehicles that he can drive? Yeah, that it would move, yeah. That wouldn't move? That would move. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so can he make things that are What do you have to refill real, the gas tank? What I'm wondering is can he make the Millennium Falcon and then fly that out into space? Yes, I don't see why you would not be able to. <laughs> what? But I mean that would just be the simple I mean that would be more of the command of I'm in the Millennium Falcon and I'm moving it forward. You know what I mean? Like he's made like he could make he can make a ball just a simple circle and move the circle through. You know, when he flies or whatever, he's just flying with a green aura around him. And when he wants to take somebody into space with him, he just puts them in a ball and drags them with him. You know what I mean? Can like he, he make, could, can he make like breakfast? <laughs> I know you can't eat the constructs. You can't eat. No, so no, you no. can't eat with things you imagine. No, exactly. That sucks. You can kill with them, but you can't you eat can kill with them. Okay, really? No, that, yeah, I mean, why? Because yeah. a sword is a sword. It's just it's so a, why it's can't a sharp, you make... pointy thing that oh, you're going to no, stab no. through someone and kill someone. If okay, he, why can't you, you make, make eggs? Egg, it's not going to... It's not going to give you any nutritional value, is why. These aren't real things. Why can't you make nutritious eggs? But the fire was you're not real. Putting, you, you, <laughs> Greg, Greg, I know the fire You can was put real. bullets in the gun. Why can't you put vitamins in the eggs? Because you're not really putting bullets in the gun. You're just imagining bullets, green bullets that are shooting out. If It'd you, be like me holding a gun. If, I, if I'm a Green Lantern and I'm holding a green gun at you right now, I don't have to pull the trigger. I just imagine the bullet coming out of the gun. It's all just formless. Why, I, whatever I'm envisioning what? is what's why, happening. Why, so would you, imagining... why would you take the intermediate step to imagine a bullet firing from an imaginary gun? Why wouldn't it just constantly shoot bullets? Because it, fucking, imagine it's the... fucking fairy tales. That's why. Greg, why would you even imagine the gun then? You could just imagine a bullet and cut yeah, out the exactly. middle. Well, you... now, okay, then we're all back to the same point of why doesn't he just make energy blasts that take people's faces off? Because <laughs> okay, then everybody this? bitches that all he did was make energy blasts. <laughs> and people like me bitch that he made a fist. If you imagine a woman and you have sex with her, does it feel like masturbating? We've, now we've, you've, we've now talked you've caught this. up to we've a game just three seasons ago. Okay. <laughs> and I agree. That I, I, I think it would be weird, but I think I, I would do it. My whole thing, I would do it. My whole thing is that I would scan the women I like and have the ring remember them, and then I could just create them that way. So there's you're, you, if you create a woman, there's going to be friction there. I like how this came all the way back to this. There's going to be that. friction there that you can actually have sex with, and yeah. there's going to be lubrication. Can she make breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And with that, and with that, we've come to the end of of, of this game too. Real quick, Andrew C- Croninger writes in to let us know how he listens to the podcast. Oh, good. He says, "I snowboard whenever I get the chance. There's just something relaxing about laughing along with you guys while going down the slopes. Even though my friends think I'm crazy, as I randomly start laughing, I love listening to the show this way. Thanks for the podcast and scoop. Thank you for listening, Andy, and thank you to everyone else who listens to the podcast every week. You guys are awesome." Are you following me on Twitter? You should be. Not only can you keep up with the games I'm gaming and the music I'm making, but I give away even more games on my Twitter feed. Hit me up, Damon Hadfield on Twitter, username Dame Zero. Remember, Damon is spelled D-A-E-M-O-N. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Charles. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop. And we're out. Beware. 
IGN Games Co. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.